0: Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by our YouTube channel. We are doing daily uploads on YouTube. Daily? Every single day. Every day? Every day of 2017. Even on Memorial Day? Especially on Memorial Day. We have a Memorial Day special that's dropping on YouTube on Memorial Day. It's last year's special. Ahaha. <laughs> 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 Indeed. So go there, subscribe, like, comment, share, do all the things you do at YouTube. We are there. We are uh, active and we are um, uh, aware if you subscribe or not. So people out there that haven't subscribed yet, we see you. We know.
1: If you wanted to send some money to Mikey through PayPal, that Uh would probably be fine, wouldn't
0: it? That would actually be amazing. PayPal is naturalhabitatrecordings at gmail.com and you can go ahead and shoot over uh, $10. $20, $100, $500. $1,000? Even $1,000. I will accept all forms of payment and all amounts of American money. You know what?
1: What about Bitcoin, do you you accept Bitcoin? Bitcoin.
0: I'll I'll take Bitcoin and I'll also take any other type of money from around the world. I'm rejecting my American money thing and I'm replacing that with all money.
1: That does exclude Canadian dollars.
0: That's right, no boonies, what are they called?
1: I have no, do they even have a name for it?
0: Loonies, right?
1: <laughs> that, yeah, that sounds about right.
0: <laughs> no loonies here. But, you know what? I'm also going to retract that, and I will accept loonies. <laughs> and doonies.
1: What about the goonies?
0: I will also accept Blu-ray copies of yeah. the goonies. Okay. Uh-huh. So, uh, donate today. Go subscribe to our YouTube. And that's it. Today we're bringing you a brand new feature. And that is a little something that we are calling Tuesday Tunes Day. You ready to get into it?
1: I think I'm ready.
0: Let's do it. <laughs> Yo, (coughs) (coughs) whoops, I wasn't ready. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast, everybody. My name is Mikey Booyah.
1: My name is Awesome Ty, um, formerly the mayor. I may have to reevaluate that after some recent events, but- um, We'll get into that. Yep, yep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am joined today by the former mayor, Awesome Ty. The former mayor, yes. Uh, Joey is on location right now as we speak- He is just touched down in the United Kingdom and he is on the search for Simon Cowell from American Idol, I believe.
1: Yeah, that's that's correct.
0: Mm -hmm. Because he is the executive producer of... What we're going to be talking about today, and that is WrestleMania The Album. The Album. From 1993, executive <laughs> produced by Simon Cowell. <laughs> Simon
1: Cowell of American Idol fame.
0: So I just talked to Joey, and he is on his way in the, I, I don't know what they call it there, the Uber in the UK. It's like the Uber or something like that.
1: All I know is that they drive on the wrong side of the road.
0: They do. And he is on his way on the wrong side of the road to a hotel where simon cowell is said to be uh doing an event today and we're going to try to get an exclusive interview so we're looking forward to that yeah so standing in today we have my good friend awesome ty um and you kind of uh, you kind of like alluded to this a little bit but you are extremely upset Uh, i'm curious you you uh fuming you texted me in the middle of the night and you were like mikey it's an emergency I really need your help. You need to call me back. And I was like, okay, I called you back. And what did you tell me?
1: Yeah, yeah, I called you up hoping that maybe some of the Natural Habitat podcast attorneys could help me out with this because I was scrolling through my Facebook stream and I see a a sponsored post of... uh, Trailer for a new TV show on ABC.
0: A uh, sponsored post? What is that? Is that like a, a sponsored, sponsored post? sponsored
1: post, you know, the, the posts that show up in your feed because, <laughs> you know, so-and-so pays okay. X amount of doubt. So
0: you, so you fell into some sort of demographic, yes. apparently.
1: so I see this shit about a television show called The Mayor. Hmm. So just off that, I was intrigued, being that I am the mayor, or was the mayor. Yeah. So I watched this red band trailer for this television show coming soon to ABC, I already feel like I've given them too much exposure, so just disregard what what I said about ABC ABC but American anyways, Broadcasting Channel. Anyways, by okay, the way. so I'm gonna give you the, the, the premise of this television show. Okay. A struggling rapper uh-huh. who has no fans is trying to push his new mixtape and he's looking for strategies to promote it. So it occurs to him that maybe he should run for mayor of his local town. Hmm. And apparently, and this is to require like a couple hundred dollars and two hundred signatures of, you know, citizens saying that I, I agree this person should run for mayor, right? Well, long story short, he runs for mayor and actually wins and all of a sudden he has a conflict because he never planned on being the mayor. Okay. He wanted to be a rapper.
0: Okay, well, stop me if I'm wrong here. Uh S- aspiring struggling rapper uh attempting to be mayor uh no fans this is the story of your life correct verbatim it's this sto- is the
1: story of my life it's the story
0: yes. of my life too minus the mayor thing but that's 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 3 for 3
1: now now my campaigning for mayor dates back to 2008 2008. Wow. So that's almost a decade I've uh-huh. been working that exact gimmick, and all of a sudden ABC just pops up with it. Now I'm not I'm not um, <laughs> you, vain enough to think that they actually followed my life and made a television show based off of me. But I well, mean- I'll
0: say it for you: I think they did. How many other rappers do you see out there running for mayor? And how vocal have you been for your mayorship? that you are hoping to obtain, and I would say did obtain. You became honorary mayor.
1: Yes, I I was elected mayor of your city, and it's just, I mean, everybody knows that that I am mayor, but not a lot of people know that I'm also a struggling rapper. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just a lit. the, the story is a little too close for comfort. And I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and say that ABC has spies following me around in the bushes 24 seven. I'm not going to say that, but I will let you say that.
0: <laughs> I will say it for you.
1: So <laughs> what I'm going to say right now is when this the mayor show premieres on on, we'll say it's on Fox just for shits and giggles. But um, when this mayor show premieres, I, I really hope that none of you will, will tune into that. Do not support
0: this show. Absolutely. This is not a promotion or advertisement for this show.
1: It's like the opposite of an advertisement. <laughs> we're, we're, we're begging you, don't watch the mayor when it premieres. Mm-hmm.
0: If anything, write the creators or the people at the channel somewhere. There's got to be a, a, an email or some sort of physical address somewhere on a website go there find it write them a letter slash email and say hey this seems you know eerily similar to my local mayor
1: if you want an accurate depiction of the situation just come and hang out with me for a couple of days yeah and you'll you'll get the you'll get the gist of it 18
0: days that's all it takes and then you'll see what it's like to be a struggling hip-hop artist slash mayor slash night concierge yep because you also work uh, at a cemetery. Uh, getting people uh, waters and biscuits and stuff. That
1: is accurate, yes. Mm -hmm.
0: So, uh, you know, a lot of people, when they become mayor, they don't want to do the day job. They're like, you know, I think I'm above that. I'm not about that life. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, no different than Donald Trump. I mean, you get the job, and then you're like, oh, wait, I actually have to govern here. (laughs) I actually have to attend meetings and all that. You know what
0: I mean? Okay, well, we get get a lot of money from uh, the government and politics to not talk about politics. So... I think that uh, Donald Trump is someone that I've never heard of. Uh, Are you talking about uh, John Old Rump?
1: Oh, yeah, I stand corrected, yes. From MSNBC,
0: the guy that holds the boom mic? That's the man. Okay. Yeah, well, then I I agree. He doesn't know what he's doing, and he can't do his job. When it comes down to it, he has been uh, dropping the mother of all balls which is that boom mic right into the frame. And I could see it every single time. Every shot. Uh huh. Just a big fuzzy caterpillar looking thing in the top. And it also messes up the focus. But that's neither here nor there. What is here nor there is the WrestleMania album, 1993. Now, I was looking into this this morning and I found out a lot of interesting things. One of which we already touched on is that Simon Cowell. Was an executive producer of this album. I also found out that this was the third album. Who's
1: Simon Cowell?
0: Simon Cowell is the asshole guy from, uh, from uh, American Idol.
1: Oh yeah, the one that votes no on everybody. Though. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
0: no. Oh, I think you're garbage.
1: Cheerio, mate.
0: Uh huh. Here's my, uh, here's my Simon Cowell impression. Not the one that I just did. That was fake. This is the real one. Are okay, you ready? Sure. Yeah. Hello, you fucking cunt! Hello, Governor. I'm not. I don't like this.
1: I'm Simon Carroll.
0: He's probably going to be on the show in a minute, so we shouldn't make fun. If of
1: I it. was actually British, I would call people Governor, even though that it's. I think that's like an outdated thing.
0: Uh huh. I, I think I, I, I,
1: I definitely would use it. I think that, I'm British.
0: I don't know if you could say that. That was a hard R. You want to say gov-na, Governor? 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 You can't say it with the R at the end. Governor. We can't say it unless we're Governor. Hello, Governor. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I found out that this was the third album from Vince McMahon.
1: Yeah, yeah, you had Driver and I don't know what the other one was.
0: Uh, yeah, there was, I want to say, uh, you know what, I had this, and I was like, you know what, this is great. I have this, and I have the, the names of all three of the albums. That's cool. They were called uh, The Wrestling Album and Driver, The Wrestling Album 2. Oh okay, yeah. So I just had them in my memory. I had to jog it. That's all. Fun it was. fact
1: about this: I actually remember purchasing the cassette tape for this album, WrestleMania, the album from the Atascadero Warehouse in Ooh. whatever year it came out. I was super pumped on it. I, I mean,
0: you're talking warehouse music. Warehouse music. Yes. Yeah, that place. That I remember back when music stores were a thing. You know what I mean? When there was things like warehouse music and other things of the such where yeah. you could go in and just buy music circuit city and,
1: and there's a bunch of them
0: now they're like music's on your phone dumbass yeah,
1: they don't even have cds at walmart anymore
0: Uh, uh-uh. i remember back in my day we had you know uh um i think i just had a stroke <laughs> <laughs> that's how old i am so uh this album is so you bought this when it came out? I bought this,
1: yes, on cassette tape, and I listened to it thoroughly. I was a huge WrestleMania fan. This is about the time of, like, WrestleMania 9, WrestleMania 10, which was, like, the peak of my fandom, so.
0: Uh-huh. Okay, so we have, uh, I haven't listened to a lot of this. I remember you were on a wrestling episode recently. Yep. Or possibly sometime in the future. Who knows? <laughs> and, uh... And we were talking about it, and we played a clip of one of these songs, and it was ridiculous, and... I uh, I haven't stopped thinking about it since, and now I'm glad that we're going through this. Yep. So, this first track off the album, we're just gonna break it down. That's what uh, Tuesday Tune's Day is.
1: We're gonna break it down for you thoroughly.
0: Mm-hmm. Track number one is called Simply WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, and this one features like all of the the top stars, and they all have their little pit piece, you know. So it's pretty pretty sweet and it's also i i if i'm not mistaken this is like the the instrumental of this song is like the wrestlemania theme for the next 5 years or so like uh-huh. you know what i mean like they play it at every wrestlemania
0: and then pay attention to it because it is going to show up later on in the album <laughs> they definitely recycle it for another song
2: I wanted to do one thing and one thing only, and that's to be a law enforcement officer. Treat other people like you don't want
0: to be treated. Try to walk the straight and narrow, because that's the only way you're going to survive in this life. Who will survive? Okay, so that, that chorus was, whoa, whoa, Wrestlemania, yeah, this is our lives. Oh, I'm going to sing it. Pump it up, pump whoa, it up.
1: Whoa, whoa! It's WrestleMania. Yeah, this is
0: our lives. Pump it up, pump, pump it, it up, up, pump it up. Yeah, that was definitely a song.
1: Yep. Uh, <laughs> There's a music video for uh, for that song on YouTube that I highly suggest you you watch to get the full the full spectrum of the WrestleMania song.
0: Absolutely. This song is. It's like it seems like a reoccurring thing in this album is they just kind of tend to take wrestlers saying their catchphrases or just kind of going off on random tangents like wrestling style, right. like what they do in front of the camera. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you you will bow to me,
1: <laughs> and then they just
0: take that and then just loop it onto a beat. Yep. Uh, it is a strange genre. They kind of made their own genre of music, I would say, right?
1: Uh, yeah. They, I, would, I, I guess you would call this a genre. <laughs> a fun fact about this is the 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 song. Uh, that song we just listened to starts out with the quote, "Are you ready for the Survivor Series?" <laughs> and you the song it. is called WrestleMania. So it's like, uh, no, no, I'm not ready for Survivor Series. Being that was back in you know November and yeah. it's WrestleMania season.
0: I'm ready for WrestleMania, yeah. which is what the album promised me. Had a big old WrestleMania logo on the front, and then the first line is "Are you ready for a Survivor Series?"
1: One of the key lines from that I can see is from the Nasty Boys, <laughs> who who said verbatim, "You're gonna get nasty stuff right down your throats all through night, <laughs>
0: <laughs> all down your throats." A little
1: innuendo there for you from the Nasty Boys. The Nasty
0: Boys were truly nasty. Yes, they were. So, uh, this next track on here. We move into Slam Jam.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now this is at, at my request. I wanna, I wanna go ahead and play this through its entirety, just because I'm such a fan of it. We'll provide you with some commentary here, but okay. This, this also has a video, I believe, that you should check out.
0: Yeah, I think it does. I this think this has
1: the whole roster too.
0: This isn't the video, but let me see if I can pull up the video so we can watch it. Oh, keep it down, Slam Jam. I said the video. All right, here we go. We got it. We'll,
1: Slam jam.
0: We'll play this whole thing, and if you're listening on YouTube, we might have to cut it short. You can just find it yourself. You're already now, on YouTube.
1: If these songs don't sound like early nineties Michael Jackson instrumentals, then I don't know what else. <laughs> like Michael Jackson should have song. Yeah. The World
0: Wrestling Federation today.
1: Like, in 1993, this was a hit song, baby. Yeah, it was. Maybe it didn't have the promotion just because it had to to do with wrestling.
0: Well, here we go. Fun fact for this is that uh, this track actually made it to number four on the U.K. singles chart. (laughs) Of course. This was the highest charting song on the whole album. Not American charts, mind you, (laughs) U.K. charts.
1: So yeah, like like you said, they kind of just talk on a lot of these, and They try to line it up to beat to where it yeah. rhythmical. Undertaker slam. The Undertaker says
2: slam. This is Slang. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: He's the only know. one that was like in the studio, it looks like. Oh, no? I
1: like that they all wore their, their pro-wrestling singlets and gear to the recording <laughs> session.
0: Right? And Man. then, re, re, I'm, I'm also glad they captured it all on VHS tape. Someone was like, I have my VHS video recorder. I'm going to go ahead and get this right now.
1: Man, I was just such a huge wrestling fan in 1993.
0: And this was the best time, too. This is like everybody on here is a fucking killer. Everybody was like one of the biggest names in wrestling. <laughs> it
1: Pretty was much, yeah. it had
0: gotten it's like it had gotten its legs. The first WrestleMania was what 86, 85, 85. Yeah. So this is a good 8 years in. So they got a good vibe going Got that role going Got established characters and everything This is when it was the shit And this is when I was like Super wrestling fan too
1: I think every kid was Every kid our age I should practice Yeah There's probably like Some of the younger listeners listening to like Whoa, what the fuck is this
0: Yeah, that's what most of this show is for young listeners. They're like, "What the fuck is this?" But
1: you know what I recently learned though is that we are technically millennials. We're on like the higher spectrum of millennials, mm-hmm. but that made me feel good. It made me feel a little bit younger.
0: Yeah, what is what is it? Like 83 or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's like I got a couple years. I'm, I'm a couple off, years in. I'm a fucking
1: in. millennial. I can buy a fidget spinner.
0: That's right. We're young and we're kids. <laughs> Here's getting all mad cuz we're old. So, uh Number four on the UK charts, not bad, not bad, guys. Uh, this was the one that started it off for me, right? This was the yeah. This is
1: the one I was telling you guys about. I like, um, <laughs> this is one of my favorites too. This is uh, I was telling these guys. Hacksaw Jim Duggan actually has a, a, I guess you would call it a rap song, kind of. I mean, you know, you you can be the judge of that, but. Yeah, I was telling these guys, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan actually put out a rap song in the early 90s and that it was on this album. So that's kind of how the topic of conversation got started.
0: Yeah, it's definitely like it's definitely trapped out and it was before it's time for sure
1: yeah absolutely it sounds like some shit that could possibly i i I don't know i don't know what you kids listen to but this kind of sounds like some something you would listen to
0: (laughs) i was going to say the same thing i was like for those younger listeners we were just talking about you might like this you might
1: yeah i don't know maybe
0: you won't i don't know maybe you're gone already
1: yep but hacksaw Hacksaw
0: (laughs) oh you said it when he said it what were you gonna say
1: (laughs) i was just gonna say um just to give you some reference, Hacksaw Jim Duggan is like an old school wrestler uh, whose gimmick is that he's super into USA and he carries a <laughs> two x four around. And you know, that's basically all you need to know is that he's he loves America and he carries a two x four.
0: Yeah, that's his thing. He always has the two x four and loves America.
1: Jim Duggan. A lot of times when
2: you're getting ready to wrestle, you're in the back of the dressing room you're lacing up your boots and you're kind of thinking, geez, this guy I'm wrestling today is going to be awful tough. You know, he's over in the other dress room. he's big, he's young, and he's strong. And he wants to make his name beat up old hacksaw. So sometimes I do get a little after the But then right before I go through the curtain, I got the American flag
0: over my shoulder. Oh! <laughs> so that song is just called USA. Of course it is. A little a uh, little piece from that song. USA, you 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 USA. USA. Ho. Oh. <laughs> so that is just an instant hit. They're like, "All right, let's just make a song USA, scream USA a bunch." That's why that character was the hit cuz it was just simply patriotic. You get 80% of the people are down instantly.
1: People love their country, man. They love the United States. Well, I, I don't know about these days, but in 93, people were pretty stoked on America.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying, man. The The patri- pa- patriotism? Patriotism. Pa- the patriotism, patriotism was running rampant in the 90s, and this was before the makeshift patriots of the 2000s. When everybody was like, oh, yeah, America, bro, because uh, shit's getting blown up.
1: And before the New England Patriots, when their, their little streak.
0: Uh-huh. That's right. And also before uh, before the movie The Patriot with Mel Gibson.
1: They actually made me watch that movie in, in grade school. I recall that. Really? Yeah. I think looking back, that was just some lazy teachering.
0: I remember my first uh, my first movie theater experience was in school. When I was in grade school, in like elementary school, and we went and saw, I'm going to say school one more time, and we went and saw uh, The Last of the Mohicans, which was dope. Is that is that history-based? Uh, I don't know. I know that it was it was uh, like a pretty rugged movie. Interesting. The first
1: movie I ever remember seeing in the theater was, was the Jetsons movie. Yeah? Yep. That's I, dope. I had to have been like, like a kindergartner. I'm sure I saw movies before that, but.
0: Yeah, I was probably brought to the movies, but that was the first movie trip that I remember. Yep. So, what do we got next? Next, we got the Nasty Boys Stomp by the
1: Nasty Boys. What? The Nasty Boys were, gosh, I don't really even know what their gimmick. I guess their gimmick was that they're just kind of fat and, and disgusting, and they're the they're nasty. From, they're from Nastyville. Uh huh. Um, they're, they're, I think they're into graffiti because all of their ring attire always had graffiti on it. And they were managed by Jimmy Hart. And Jimmy Hart, if you are listening, we would love to have you as a guest on Absolutely. the show in the immediate future.
0: Mm-hmm. We keep sending emails and I'm getting no response from you.
1: Jimmy, let's let's make it happen, bud.
0: Yeah, we love you. And it's going to be on Skype, so we're not going to get weird. And if we get weird, you just hang up on us. Yeah. So, you know, we might get weird, but we're not going to get weird. Here's a nasty boy stomp. <laughs> it's
2: just you! Us, and
0: you're going to Nastyville, and this is one trip you're not coming back from. <laughs> nasty. 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 Get ready! Nasty That's a pretty solid track too. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. That's pretty dope. The
1: Nasty Boys. The Nasty Boy Stomp. What's what's a good lyric from that?
0: Uh That uh, it's just you and us, and you're going to Nastyville. And it's one trip you're not coming back from, followed by laughter. (laughs) Uh So they're going to take you to Nastyville, where they live. That's probably uh, a bad side of town, seeing as how there's graffiti. I don't think it's ever been
1: explained.
0: No, but uh, I know that you're not going to come back. And I don't know if it's because they're going to like do something to you or if you're going to like it so much that you're going to move to Nastyville. Well, one of the
1: Nasty Boys finishing maneuvers was they would just grab dude by their hair and they would stick their face in, in their armpit and just rub it around.
0: Sounds pretty nasty. That's
1: pretty nasty, yeah. Uh,
0: it also says here that the song borrowed percussion and bass elements from the song Visions of China by Japan, the country, or the band and as well as nasty by janet jackson
1: hmm, now do you think they paid royalties for that or do you think they just stole it
0: <coughs> it says they borrowed it so i'm gonna say that they just took it sounds about right mm-hmm. so that has a lot of stolen elements in it as well as uh it's like a real meta thing we played a copywritten song possibly that is taking from two copywritten songs So maybe that's why it's not copywritten, because it's like a mixtape style thing to where they took a bunch of things from everywhere else. Now, this next
1: one, I I say that we play in its entirety, too. (laughs) I want to give some (laughs) reference before we play it. This song is by Bret Hart, who at the time was the, the champion, and he was pretty much like the most badass wrestler. You know, he was your top star. So, you know, you'd think they'd put out a cool song with Bret Hart, you know, that would make him look like a badass champion. You know what I mean? But uh, well, they
0: would people might they haven't heard the song, so it might be. L- l- let's go ahead and let it, let it happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: I don't know this what's is, happening.
0: This is of the time, early 90s, I guess. Yeah. It's yeah. a love song. Bret Hart. Heart, you know, Hart Heart.
2: There's no way to make this easy. And I know we've been through some good and troubled times.
3: <laughs> There's never been a right time to say goodbye.
1: Well, what's happening? What's happening to my what is my, my hero day, doing?
2: She only my eyes so I'd rather turn away because things you're gonna say will break her heart and make her cry what there's never been a right time to say goodbye
1: what the fuck is happening say goodbye. Wait, is he talking about the championship belt now he doesn't want to lose the championship belt <laughs> or is he talking
0: about a woman I believe he's talking about a, a woman and he's going to leave her for no uh, for no right reason just because there's a there's no right time to say goodbye It's going to happen eventually Receive her in that way But will end up crying Why is he just talking He's talking but
1: anyway. Now and- I know that the, the- Bret Hart probably didn't write this nonsense but like I like to think that he did <laughs> I like to think this is like an actual song that Bret Hart wrote
0: oh man who is this?
1: yeah, yeah pump, pump up the hook
0: Okay, this is what he's supposed to be doing Uh, Light us up.
3: It's never right
1: time to goodbye, to Dude, that's kind of a catchy hook. Like, I still don't like the fact that they have Bret Hart on here doing like some sort of love ballad. Some sort of
0: monotone speaking yeah, he's, ballad. Yeah, he's simply talking. He was like, I am absolutely not going to sing. I'm not going to rap. I'm not going to do any of that. Even though we just saw him doing it earlier, didn't we? Wasn't he in the first song or in Slam Jam, the second one? He was on Slam
1: Jam for sure, I think.
0: Yeah, and he got down. He was all like, well, I guess he was just doing some sort of yelling, in-ring yelling. And they were like, hey, they probably approached him with, look, Bret Hart, love song, we want to do this. They probably were having him doing a song that's going to be coming up later on the album, Speaking From The Heart. That was performed by Macho Man Randy Savage.
1: Oh, that's a good one, too. That Which also has a video, I believe.
0: See, so that seems like it would be perfect.
1: Yeah, you would think. I mean, speaking from... it's, It's a beautiful pun. Yeah. And I think that he denied it. He was a denier. He was like, you know, I really want to speak from the heart here, but... My heart's telling me to, to write a love ballad.
0: Uh-huh. I'm going to write a love ballad, but I'm not going to sing it. Maybe they consider Bret Hart
1: something of a heartthrob. Oh, another <sighs> pun there. ha ha
0: I don't know. Maybe he was supposed to sing uh, Speaking from the Heart, and the day that they had the engineers and the band and everything in there to record Speaking from the Heart, he had a bad case of heartburn. So... They had Macho Man Randy Savage step in. You're not going to laugh at my pun? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! So uh, next on this list, we have The Man in Black, which is by my man, The Undertaker.
2: Okay. I walk the shadow of the valley.
0: Man in Black <laughs> That's dope. So uh the lyrics of that are like the man in black has a tombstone just for you, dance with the taker, and it's all like la 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 like popped out.
1: It almost sounds like something that would have been on the Men in Black movie soundtrack that Will Smith would have rapped on.
0: Yeah, exactly. Maybe it was a throwaway song from Men in Black and it was supposed to be The Men in Black.
1: Maybe that's where they got that the the idea for that that Here Comes the Men in Black that Will Smith hit from like, you know, whenever that came out.
0: Maybe. But isn't that an even older song? The Forget Me Nots? Don't forget me now.
1: Oh yeah, well the original, but I mean, you know, me Well, how can he steal a
0: thing from that person if it's already an original from another person? He, he stole two songs. Whoa. That is quite the allegation. We've had Will Smith on fifty million thousand. Oh really? I think. And we didn't ask him, but I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely text him. I have his number now. Okay. I have his agent's name. I have his agent's IMDB account. That's what I have. Okay. Okay, Ty? Uh, that's, that's, I don't know why you are pressing me, okay? Uh, we're not I'm not friends with Will Smith. That's good enough for me. Alright, I'm trying to impress everybody. Sorry. So uh coming up next, <laughs> we have uh Speaking from the Heart. The
1: Macho Man song. That's right. <laughs> this is one of the better songs I think on the album, like if you were to judge it fairly.
0: Let's see. Let's let the listener be the judge.
1: I'm the Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh fuck
0: yeah. Doing
2: the thing in the ring the king of the world wrestling federation nobody does it better than the macho man what what
1: what I am what I am and I am the macho man see he's, he's at least kind of on macho beat
0: man. yeah he's got like some thing going on I don't know if he's just ranting it or if he wrote it
1: you gotta you got hit him with the hook on that one though alright we matter because we're all in it together and I want
2: Okay.
0: okay. So this song, he uh he could have done what everybody else did and just kind of did his generic wrestling terms. You know, See in the Ring, Off the Top Rope, I'm the Macho Man Randy Savage. But instead, he did what he always does and just says a bunch of insane things.
1: Basically, yeah, but at least he did it slightly on beat. Yeah. It's a very motivational song. No, he he, schooled it. He's basically, you know, like trying to pump you up and make you feel good about yourself.
0: Okay, now check out these lyrics. I will be there with you when it happens. The past, the present, and the future all at one time.
1: How how
0: is that even possible? We're all going to climb that mountain together, and we are together forever. I'll tell you how that's possible. That is because in the lyrics of this song, he is trying to imply that he is actually some sort of all-powerful, godlike figure who is going to be there with us when we die and guide us into the afterlife, (laughs) which is pretty sweet. You know what I mean? It's cool that he's going to take his time to do that. He is the all-knowing, all-being, omnipotent, God he is the past present and future so he will be there with us when we die and he's going to help us onto the other side he said that I heard it in the fucking lines he was like
1: I'm going to get you onto the other side brother I would be stoked if I were to die and find out that Macho Man Randy Savage is actually God like
0: (laughs) right we're going to take this quick sidebar and I have this uh, interview with Macho Man Randy Savage from 1993 promoting this album. So while we're on his track, I figured we'd give him some love and see what he has to say. We'll transport ourselves back to 1993 and see what the promotion campaign was like for fucking WrestleMania, the album.
3: Well, here he Ladies, Leslie in the control room, harness your hormones.
2: Hey!
3: <laughs> hey! He's here. Here. and loved by fans across the globe. Randy Savage joins the rest of the crew, uh, Brett the Hitman Heart, Mr. Perfect, Crush and the Big Boss Man, among others, featured on the new WrestleMania album released in Canada last month. We've already sold a hundred thousand copies of this in the United Kingdom, and with the Macho Man himself beside me as we speak, I've got no doubt that the album will enjoy the same success on this side of the ocean. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome Randy.
0: Okay. Pretty normal setup, pretty normal interview. We got this album, it's big seller. Now you see, Ty, because you're watching this. I am. And also anybody out there that's watching this with us, it's called Entertainment Desk Macho Man Fun Live Interview. Uh, he's fucking itching to say some crazy shit.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should know that he's in full wrestling attire, as that you would expect the Macho Man to be. <laughs> like he he could step into the ring at any minute.
2: Yeah. Macho Man. What an introduction. Unbelievable. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. Bullet Bob. Uh-huh. Thumbs up. Means you know couldn't have done any better.
3: <laughs> all right. Uh, Welcome to Toronto. Thank Michael you, man. Good to have you here. Uh-huh. Uh, first question for you. Are you gonna I know we all enjoy your commentary. Uh-huh. Thank you. Monday Night Raw and the right. wrestling shows uh are you ever going to get back in the ring? again?
2: Absolutely. Thanks for asking me that question. I'm going to just uh you know, I've been on the sidelines kind of just picking my shots and I feel an opportunity coming up really 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 soon within a week in fact and I'm going to get back into the ring. I'm uh, going to still be doing the broadcasting yeah. because I really enjoy it and I'm broadcasting because I want to not cuz I have to. But when I get back into the squared circle, I'm going to make a quick name for myself again and I'm going to go after that World Wrestling Federation Championship belt for the third time, a three-peat. A three, <laughs> a, a threepeat. Never had. All yeah. oh, right, who are oh, you going to well, be? Who are you going to be uh, mixing it up I'm going to go against some clown, maybe Doink or any of the other wrestlers. <laughs> 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 when they wrestle me, they turn out to be a clown one way or yeah, another. Doink, yeah, Doink, Doink the clown. Doink the clown, oh, yeah. or uh, Hulk Hogan the clown, or whatever it is. <laughs> you know, it doesn't even matter. I thought yeah. you and Hulk uh, were kind of friends there for a while. Kind of not too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> kind of and kind of not. Yeah. Uh, Somewhere in between. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You,
3: uh huh. One of the finest matches that uh, I can recall you ever doing was uh, uh, when you lost the belt to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, a lot of people say
1: that.
2: Uh, yeah.
3: Dude, I, mean, I want I was that was hat.
1: The, the, the whole outfit is. A just... a
2: situation. I mean, Steamboat, a great athlete. you got to see it to
1: believe that outfit.
2: Match. I lost that one. Uh, yeah not undefeated go on it and it's uh... Jumping up the charts and move over Whitney Houston, move over Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, sorry, All yeah. uh-huh. oh, right, yeah. So the... it's a rapid roll type of a thing. Uh-huh.
3: And your one is called Speaking from the Heart. Speaking You're... from the Heart. With yeah. the Macho Man, with exactly, Randy. Yeah. I'm going to show you a little uh, montage here, a little medley. Of you don't the... mind if I get comfortable and put just, my feet up you, 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 right, cool. <laughs> you? just do anything you want. Just threw his, his feet up dead right on the, the would yeah. be
2: uncomfortable. Oh,
3: You can just relax and watch this, a little montage.
2: Grapes, please, grapes. <laughs> Guys, the limit space is the play school here. Okay. No. You what? Just, <laughs>
0: me okay. We gotta back that up.
2: All right. Ah, the music gets He was dancing to that to the, to
1: the yeah, montage of the song, hate. just so you know. You got all the moves. Guys, the, the limit state. space
2: is the play school here.
3: Okay. No, you've been this afternoon. Now we got to plug this because as soon as you leave here, you're going down to Centennial Mall in Brampton at Zellers. You're going to be appearing there from twelve thirty to one. Fucking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Drugs, it's great. Uh, Fantastic. Sky is the limit, and space is the place. What does that even mean? If the sky is the limit, but space is the place, so he's gonna go. He's breaking through the limit. Going past the limit, over the what's the?
1: Well, 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 space is included in the sky. I mean.
0: Oh, okay. I guess you're right. (laughs) I guess you're right. So, sky is the limit. Space is the place. To be. I'm not, I am not. immediately forgot how he said it. Right, so the next song is
1: Tatanka, Native American. And anybody that doesn't know, which, I mean, if you didn't watch early 90s wrestling, you probably don't know, Tatanka was a, a Native American wrestler. Um, you could say that he was quite a bit of a stereotype. Um, I think in 2017, they probably wouldn't put a character like that on TV. I think that's safe to say.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that even listening to this is a hate crime. So we're probably just going to skip it.
1: <laughs>
0: right. I, could, I could give you some uh,
1: No, you gotta give him a taste of it I'll give
0: you a piece, a piece of it Buffalo! Okay <laughs> So the next track is I'm Perfect <laughs> It's uh. the most racist song ever <laughs> <laughs> They're like, just go ahead and go <laughs> out there And just scream Tatanka and Buffalo Uh, I'm Perfect By Mr. Perfect Some lyrics from this. Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. I'm perfect.
2: What you're looking at right here is Mr. Perfect. It doesn't get any better than this. Bottom line. Bottom line. There's only one Mr. Perfect, and everybody knows it's me. The greatest wrestler, the greatest athlete the World Wrestling Federation has ever produced. Mr. Perfect. (laughs)
0: Perfect. <laughs> Mr. Perfect.
1: I like that it I'm sampled perfect. his entrance music. Nice yeah? touch there.
0: So that was... We're almost all the way through with this album. And they're finally getting it right. They should have been using everybody's... A piece of everybody's intro music. Or something. Something. Uh. Next is... Cold Crush. Which wasn't even officially on... The album. It's called uh, It's called Hard Times.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't think I remember this one, so maybe it wasn't on my cassette tape.
0: Yeah, it wasn't on the cassette tape. It wasn't in the labeling or anything, and it also got mislabeled on YouTube. But the song is out there, and it's featuring Crush.
1: They probably left it off because Crush was kind of a jabroni at the time.
0: Yeah, nobody. Well, nobody cared about Crush. He didn't really have a lot going for him, besides that he was a fat Hawaiian guy. And then they kind of they re he didn't have a catchphrase or anything, so yeah, he, he said like shock bra, but the, I mean
1: like yeah. I think that's all he did.
0: And then they uh, kind of like reestablished his character a little bit later yes. and made him like uh, some sort of like uh, like some sort of terrorist. I want to say yeah, he was
1: like a bad guy that, that sided with Joko Zuna, so he was like a foreign terrorist. Yeah, he like hated even America he's from Hawaii.
0: Yeah, that's what it was.
1: Yeah.
2: Hello, uh- you kids out there The crush Means anything to them, huh? Do brother crush favor And stay away from drugs Okay Life is hard enough all The only help
1: You can get brother Drugs In the dead end road Mahalo from crush We'll see you the buildings. Okay he, he just Tell me not to do drugs <laughs> Repeatedly
0: He was right in the middle Of the song And then he's like You know what I was just thinking About this Kids out there Don't do drugs Drugs are bad Alright Mahalo from crush Drugs aren't <laughs> the answer Life is already tough He said life is hard enough Without <laughs> drugs <laughs>
1: But don't drugs make life easier?
0: Yeah, it's like, you don't want to tell kids, look, guys, life is already fucking hard. You don't want to do drugs, okay? And they're like, but I feel great when I'm on drugs. So <laughs> feels like life isn't that bad at all. Uh, this last track, this is only 11 tracks on this album, but I guess it had to fit on a cassette tape, right? Yep. So this last track is called Hard Times, and this is The Big Boss Man. Some select lyrics from this. You want to read these?
1: Yeah, yeah. We should preface it by saying the big boss, man. It was like his gimmick was that he was like a a former prison guard. And even though that he obviously found a new career as a professional wrestler, he st- still wore his prison guard attire to, to the ring to wrestle in, which was, I always thought that was kind of an interesting <laughs> move. But.
0: Yeah. He was just like, you know what? This is kind of my thing. People know me as this.
1: But yeah, yeah. Some lyrics from the song. He carries a big stick, a ball and chain too. If you're looking for trouble, he'll be coming after you and you'll serve hard times. So clearly, you know, he's, he's doubling as a wrestler and some sort of law enforcement official
0: here. So I believe what happened is that he used to be a prison guard, left that life, became a wrestler, and now he lives some sort of vigilante lifestyle to where he acts as a cop without having any sort of proper authority or jurisdiction or anything like that?
1: No, I, I have a feeling that this post dates the time when law enforcement officials typically carried a ball and chain anywhere, so it's, <laughs> it's kind of interesting.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: My
2: mama and daddy always told me, treat people the way you'd want to be treating yourself. If you ever take a treat... Drink-
0: pretty dope. Hard time, motherfuckers.
1: Yeah, so, uh, I mean, even the song, you know, reflects his law enforcement background.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems a little strange. I don't know if, he's, if he should be doing this still.
1: Yeah, I would tend to agree.
0: I'm gonna need to see his credentials. But, until then, we're just gonna have to, uh, we're just gonna have to believe him, I guess. What is it? You're innocent until proven guilty, right?
1: I don't know if that's still true anymore in Trump's America.
0: Uh, I don't know. I'm just
1: kidding. I'm just (laughs) playing. Uh,
0: Yeah, so he's innocent of, uh, of impersonating a police officer until proven guilty. And I'm pretty sure that if I were to walk around in a police officer uniform with a ball and chain... And uh, a, and a, a bad stick, a big stick.
1: Do you think that the big stick is like you know like a nightclub, or do you think he has like just some sort of large tree branch that he's carrying that he's hitting people with?
0: I like. So I like really to specify. think. I like to think that it's uh, that it's one of the two by fours that he confiscated from hacksaw ah, Jim yeah, Duggan.
1: Yep. Yeah, well, that's good.
0: So he has his stick, and he's like, "What now? I got two weapons." <laughs> There's no way to know, but. I hope that you guys enjoyed Wrestlemania, the album. Wrestlemania, the album. You can go find that somewhere in the world. I'm sure you can find it for like two cents on eBay. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you you enjoyed this, maybe we'll be back for some more Tuesday, Toonsday-z. I see what you did there. Mm -hmm. There it is. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Ty. You're very welcome, man. Thank you for listening. We love you.
1: Peace.